0: The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred seven pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay.
1: Good evening and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Andrea Kay Show. Actually, this is my last Thursday, at least for now, my last Thursday at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Um, After this week, I'm going to be moving to Mondays on a two-hour block because you just can't keep me quiet can't just restrict me to one hour. So I'm going to be moving to a two-hour block coming this Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on AM 1170, The Answer. And I'm going to be continuing, hopefully, to move on down the line on the 8 p.m. strip. But for now, it's going to be Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. right here on AM 1170, The Answer. And sharing that time with me will be none other than my partner in crime, the gal who is on the line with me right now, all the way from St. Louis, Alicia Dern. Hey, Andrea. Hey. Um... Friend me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K5. I'm pretty much maxed out on my friends on uh, my profile page on Facebook. So I, wa- I was reminded by my good friend, Elisa Brent, the other day that I haven't really been working my public pay- page as much as I should. And I'm going to have to since I'm act- maxed out on friends. <laughs> Alicia is on Twitter. Alicia is also on Facebook. And that's where the real genius is actually out there on, on the Twitter sphere or the whatever sphere that we're talking about tonight's show tonight's show is all about business alicia and you're a businesswoman. you run a law firm and you're a business lawyer so you might appreciate the fact that tonight's top stories are all about business or business. for those of you who remember billy clyde tuggle back in the day todd uh, engineer todd dj carrot sticks by the way thanks for being here tonight thank you all right todd is too young alicia might even be too young to remember billy clyde tuggle uh, the famous. No,
2: I, I might, act, I might be because I don't remember. You how. don't remember? Well, you
1: you would have to I be mean, like
2: overworked. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, actually, he was a character from the seventies, and when I was a kid, I used to love all my children, and he was a character, and his he always called business business. That was his big thing, and I got to thinking about the top stories for today. Because I got curious as to why they're all still open for business, Alicia. I'm curious as to why Hillary Clinton's campaign for presidency is still open for business when the rest of us would already be in jail, if not at least indicted at this point. We would have been in jail already for the cover up and the lies that were told to the American people over Benghazi. Uh, we certainly would have been at least indicted or investigated for what was going on with the money laundering scheme that was her Clinton foundation. and and funneling money for, for her husband's speeches. And there was this uranium deal. I mean, it was egregious and yet it's already almost been forgotten when she should have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good sound effects. DJ. Yeah, that never gets old. Um, but she's, she's still in the business and her business is that of currying favor and lining her pockets. Hers is the business of corruption. That's what she does, and yet she's still in business. Uh, We're going to be talking about the latest updates because every day, Alicia, it's just more and more and more about uh, the business of the the Clinton corruption. Uh, Planned Parenthood is still open for business in spite of all the video proof of criminality. Uh, at least uh, what looks obviously like criminality. Why the heck are they—their doors should have been closed pending an investigation. We've had doctors, eye doctors, and other medical people here in San Diego, like that famous uh, eye doctor who did the LASIK surgery. I think it was Dr. Kawish. Man, the feds came in under— f- Thin, thin, thin suspicion raided his offices and shut him down. My mom actually used him did for laser, laser eye surgery. Can she see now? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> he also did, after he tried to restore his his credibility, he did um, that gal. Um, oh, shoot. She was famous. She was married to Nick Lachey. Um, Jessica, Jessica, Jessica. Simpson. Jessica Simpson, he did her eyes too, but you know, that's so why if, if doctors like Kay wish and others, they get shut down immediately pending any investigation, they're not allowed, not allowed to do anything on anybody else or any other patients. So why is Planned Parenthood still in business and theirs is the business actually the criminal business of harvesting and selling baby parts and manipulating procedures for the sale of baby parts yet. They're still open for business. I want to know why Iran's nuclear program is which was blatantly meant to destroy America and Israel, why that is not only open for business, but now we're aiding that and we're we're helping and enabling that business of the destruction of Israel through their nuclear program. I also want to know, Alicia, and I have just been beating this this horse just with a stick. The. Border, why is it still open for business when it is destroying us economically, it is destroying us criminally? With hundreds of thousands of reports of everything from murders of people like Kate Steinle to rapes and other violent crimes against children in this country. Why is that border still open for business? And theirs is the business of conquest. Just like the just like the radical Islamist, theirs is ultimately a business of conquest through their caliphate. Why is this being allowed to happen? Two reasons. We've got two parties that are allowing this to happen, Alicia, and I think that Chris Hahn proved in my interview with him Monday, he proved that the left is allowing this to happen because they don't care about right or wrong. They don't care what crime is committed. All they care about is the end justifies the means because all they care about is creating a progressive majority so that they can usher in Marxism. They even have a presidential candidate right now drawing 20 and 30,000 people in crowds. Who is a blatant socialist? So that's why the Dems don't care. That's why the all that's why all this is open for business. That's why they don't give a crap what Hillary Clinton's done. They still want her uh, for president. The Republicans were more interesting to me. I've been kind of scratching my head. I've been kind of giving them a pass for a while, Alicia, thinking that they were just you know weak, you know, just being bullied on the playground and not being willing to stand up for themselves. But I actually think that it's now it's it's becoming more clear. They were allowed to rest on the accusation of being weak up until they got the majority. And after they got the majority, they no longer had the excuse of, well, first, the excuse was back after President Obama became elected was, well, he's got the majority in, you know, all across the branches. So then the Tea Party gave them the House. They did nothing. They said, oh, well, we need the Senate. Well, The majority of Americans gave them the Senate, and they still have done nothing. In fact, not only have they done nothing, they've actually aided and abetted President Obama and his policies. One of the ways they did it was with the Cromnibus bill. They kept saying that, oh, we'll have to do this, but we're going to defund, you know, um, Department of Homeland Security and all these kind of tortured explanations. No. In fact, not only— Did they, with Cromnibus, fund everything Barack Obama wanted up until through October? I find out today, Alicia, that they loaded up this Cromnibus bill with changes to campaign finance laws, front-loading it to push for Jeb Bush who we all know is an establishment candidate. There's no daylight between him and Hillary Clinton. Everything about this is just the bottom line is this. The reason why Hillary Clinton's still open for business, Iran is getting away with their nuclear program. We still have these open borders and we're doing nothing about it. Um, Planned Parenthood, the the Republican Party has done nothing about it and coming up with excuses because they're just as power mad and just power hungry. And that's all they want. And they want somebody who's going to come in and not be a threat to them. I don't know if you know this, Alicia, but uh, they hid changes to their campaign finance rules inside the December 2014 continuing resolution, which was the Cromney bus. They changed the Mm -hmm. rules to the primary calendar, which I really didn't know much about the primary calendar. You being um, someone involved in presidential elections probably know. But one of the ways they did try to tamp down any upstarts like a Trump coming along was and and to pave the way for Jeb Bush to take it, regardless of whether or not anybody got any momentum, was by changing the rules in the primary calendars. And I'm not going to get too much into the weeds on this, but you know, states holding their primaries between March one and fourteen will have their delegates doled out proportionally with election results. That stymies any movement candidate like like Trump. Um, they required another change was they were requiring a candidate to win a majority of delegates in eight or more states before his name can be presented for a nomination. They also yeah, it, constructed super PACs to prop up the unelectable candidates. It's why they, they have 18 candidates. So it's all yeah, it's geared. What's up? Uh, I said the super PACs are, are pretty predictable, but the changes to the primary roles is
2: actually a direct response to what happened with Ron Paul in 2012. He was a, a threat to the Republican establishment. I mean, they weren't necessarily anticipating a Donald Trump at the time they
1: did that. They were anticipating Rand Paul. Right. And at the end of the day, they would rather the Republican Party, the GOP establishment would rather lose to Hillary and hand this country over to her than they would rather lose to a conservative. And whether or not you think Trump is a true conservative, that's really where this Republican Party is at. And I have said it before. I've been saying it for a while and people poo-pooed me. I, I see zero daylight at this point between the Republican Party the establishment, part of the Republican Party, which is the majority within the party, I see no daylight between them and the Democrats. The proof is their inaction when they had the opportunity to act. Their proof is in the fact that they—if you are, are a conservative—they will marginalize, attack, and destroy you as bad as the Democrats ever would. You look at how Romney behaved in 2012 in the primaries; he was far more vicious and cruel against his his fellow Republicans and those he was running against than he ever was against President Obama. They are trying to do everything they can to shove Jeb Bush down our throats, and we cannot let them get away with it. I don't think the answer is third party. I don't blame Trump for refusing to make a a promise that he wouldn't go third party, but I don't think that's the answer because I think that that's just going to end up With an inevitable Hillary. We I agree with Mark Levin. We need to understand who the enemy is within the Republican Party because they are just as much an enemy. In fact, they're worse than the Democrats because they're hiding in plain sight. We need to do everything we can to destroy the GOP establishment from within. We need to find out who is launching challenges against these these dug their heels in, career corrupt politicians like McConnell, like Boehner, like McCain, all of them. We need to encourage people at the local level to get involved and to run and, and and challenge these people. And we need to put pressure on the ones who are still in office to kick Boehner out. It was very disappointed with Mia Love and others who voted to reelect Boehner and keep him in leadership. We need to tell them, you're not going to get another dime out of us. You're not going to get any more support. And no, we are, we are not going to promise to hold our nose and vote for Jeb Bush because suppose he's better than the alternative, because you know what? I don't believe he is. I'm going to take a break. and we come back, we're going to talk about these hot topic stories of the day, like Planned Parenthood. We've got a seventh video that's come out, updates on Hillary Clinton, what's going on with that, and more. With the help of legal libertarian analyst Alicia Dern. Don't change that dial, folks. This is the Andrea e. K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Girl,
0: I'm show you how to do it, we start real slow. You just put your lips together. Can you blow my whistle? Look no further. We have the answer. AM 1170. The answer.
1: Want to start living better, longer? LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's Best Local Pharmacy. LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind. To offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractor's license 657-333. Miramar Kitchen and Bath. Convenient, homestyle recipes, and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego-style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero
3: get
0: it too San Diego's home for intelligent conservative talk AM 1170 The Answer
1: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, you know what, Engineer Todd? You probably didn't know this. You're playing Vacation. By, is that the Go-Go's? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually taking a little vacation this weekend. I'm actually going to be over in Vegas because my girl Valgal, her son Woodrow, has actually made it to Eagle Scout, which is a huge accomplishment. And so I'm quite proud of Woodrow for that. So I'll be doing a little vacation over there. I'm not much of a gambler, but uh, Vegas is, is, there's lots of ways to have fun in Vegas. And I plan to explore a lot of them, Todd. Put some money on the Padres to win. (laughs) Hey, thanks for tuning in with us tonight. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. And before the break, we were talking about the top stories of the day and and basically, you know, why the Republican Party has done nothing about it. Um, And it's because power. You know, they're scared they're going to alienate somebody because all they really care about is votes. They don't care about what's right or what's wrong. And it's like Mia Love said uh, in an interview, I don't remember who she, what media outlet she was on, but she said, you know what, this Planned Parenthood situation and what's going on here, this is not about Democrat or Republican. This is about right and wrong. And and not only about right and wrong in my mind, but it's also about what's wrong criminally. We have laws against what's been exposed on these videos. And I don't know, Alicia, if you've seen the seventh video that's been released. It's worse, really, than I could have imagined and I've seen the six videos before I was I, we had already found out that they were intact nice little you know sh- way to sugarcoat and to desensitize the situation intact babies um being involved here but this one was particularly disturbing to me and there's a reason why the science has been hidden Uh, from what's really going on and why they've been sugarcoating with terms like, you know, fetus and tissue and procedure. And even they're using words like demise. Um, And it's because they don't really want anybody to really wrap their heads around what's going on. And one of the worst terms that's been used that's become so part of our vernacular and our culture that's so completely false in this situation and what's going on in these videos is the her body, her choice, because this ain't the woman's body that's being sold. For parts. So these videos have really struck a nerve because it's no longer an abstract situation here. And this is not a clump of cells. Okay, those those who want to argue, you know, to have the choice to, you know, get rid of a clump of cells. That's a different argument because that's not what's happening here. We're talking about late term. We're talking about children here in this situation. And again, it's not even just the idea or the debate about, um Abortion being used for birth control and for convenience. What we're talking about here, Alicia, is the business of and the illegal business of selling off. I'm trying to say it delicately, and I really shouldn't be. I shouldn't be worried about whether or not I'm being too graphic or not, because this is the business of chopping up children literally to sell their parts and I want to go, what I decided to do with this video is I decided that I couldn't sit here on air and actually play the worst parts of it without just sobbing and crying, and that's not good radio. So I decided to focus on what I think is is the business aspect, of what's criminal, which is the business aspect of it and what what they're doing to break the law. So Todd, if you can play the first clip for me. For example, so I had a
2: exactly what we needed, and I kind of looked at the list, and I said, all right, this 17-weeker has a to this week. So I knew which were the cases that were probably more likely to yield what we needed, and I made my decisions according to that, too. So it's worth having a huddle at the beginning of the
0: day, uh-huh. and that's what I do.
1: Um I don't know if there's, you know, this was Dr. Nukatella, This was in a restaurant. I'm not sure if over the clanking of dishes and, and bussers in the background, you can really hear what she's talking about here. This really struck me. This struck me even more. And some of the heart wrenching stuff at the end because she's talking about like most sales managers used to talk about at Xerox. You know, we come in the office in the morning and we'd all huddle around. We'd have a sales meeting. And the sales manager would be like, "Hey, um, you know, we got a quota we got to get to here, and in order to get to the quota, I need to see everybody's prospect list. I need to see what it, where everybody's at. I need to see where you know you are in the funnel, and you know, we need to we need to figure out how many centralized machines we need to sell, how many small machines we need to sell to reach our quota, and you know." And and rallying the troops and specifically putting together a sales strategy to, to accomplish the sales. That's what's being done here. This is a business. We have a business, an organization in America that is specifically in the business of identifying children for their parts. And that's exactly what she said on the video. This is not about whether or not an argument over eggs implanted in a Petri dish or early stages. This is beyond that. Thoughts, Alicia, before I go on.
2: Well, I mean, I just, I, I, I sort of am wondering at the total lapse in judgment this person who represents Planned Parenthood had. I mean, it it, it seems like. For somebody to have such a, a lapse in judgment is that it must be systemic attitude of everyone at Planned Parenthood that, you know, that these aren't human lives that we're talking about. And that's really what strikes me about all of this. Yeah.
1: I mean, the cavalier way that they're talking about it. In fact, um, the next clip is 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 incredibly cavalier when we're talking about women coming into the clinic. There was a question about whether how intact these babies are, which is another way of saying, you know, a full child. Um Todd can play the next clip.
4: Uh-huh. I literally have had um, women come in and they'll go to the OR and they're back out in three minutes. And I'm going, what's going on? Oh, yeah, the fetus was already in the vaginal canal whenever the, we put her wow. in the It just fell out.
1: Okay, Alicia, that's not a fetus. That's a child. And I'm wondering, right. well, what happened to this child that was just birthed in a Planned Parenthood clinic? What did they do to it? Before it was sent well. off to STEM, STEM Express. Where is the investigation, the criminal investigation going on here? Like I said, this for me is not an argument about, you know, whether or not, uh, you know, I told Christopher Hahn on Monday, you know, in, in Western most Western countries, they stop. You have to get some kind of serious court order to go past 12 weeks. You know, there is absolutely no excuse for a woman getting to nine months, Alicia, and walking into a Planned Parenthood with a baby in the birth canal before she makes that choice. This is, that's not right. Um, the last clip I want to play, because before I get too upset, because I want to focus on the criminality of the situation, is where she basically talks about uh, avoiding criminal charges. Last clip. Providers who use the Jackson, use it for one of two reasons. There is a group of people who just use it so that
2: they have no risk of violating the federal abortion act. You induce a demise before you do the procedure. Nobody's going to say...
1: So basically what she's saying there, before this clip, they had talked about the use of dioxin or dioxin. I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. Basically, what they do is when they've got really late-term babies is they inject it with a chemical. They call it... Forced demise, which basically means they're killing it. And she's talking here about there's cases they typically don't like to use that because now they can't if they do that, they can't use the parts of the baby. But but the reason why they would use it in some cases is to avoid criminal charges. So I don't want to, you know, want to there's more on the video talking about heartbeats and. Other stuff that goes on. What I am hoping is that we will have a Republican Party, Alicia, that will do what's right and and do everything they can to force a criminal investigation onto this organization, because this is absolutely not right. And then we've got this bozo out of Ohio. He's like the backup jeb, Alicia, that they want to force on us, the establishment. And he's saying that he thinks this is an important issue, but there's other issues that are really critical, like, you know, the environment education. He says, I think we focus too much on just one issue. And now that the issue of gay marriage is kind of on the table, we're kind, we're kind of down to one social issue. Excuse me, Kasich, Kasich, or whatever your name is. What, you know, this is, this is an issue Alicia that I, I know liberals that, that saw these videos and like, okay, past a certain point, we've got to stop this. This is for him to say this. He, there's absolutely no way this could be my guy. Um, because, uh, you know, this is an issue that we can win on, and it's an issue that you need to be prepared to do what's right, not just do something that you think is politically expedient. And somebody on Facebook said, K-flush K sw- swirl on him. Alisa Brent is on the line. Um, she's gonna, uh, I get, you know, she's messaged me earlier, said there's some, Planned Parenthood protest going on this weekend. I don't know if it's just in San Diego or how organized this is. So, hey, Elisa, are
3: extremely organized. There's 300 cities across the United States that are all rallying together to protest against Planned Parenthood and these dehumanizing effects that, you know, they're, they're putting on our unborn children. Unborn children have civil rights, and we are fighting for the civil rights of these babies that They have a voice and we are that voice. I am now with San Diego Pro-Life, which is a branch of the California Pro-Life Council and also the National Right to Life Committee. And we are a political action committee that goes after the legislation. We want to make sure that people are getting elected into office that have pro-life values and that are going to stand up for our the civil rights of our unborn children. A Couple of questions. And this Saturday is a huge, huge event. I hope that everyone can go onto their Facebook or um, Twitter accounts and search up the
1: hashtag #ProtestPP. The letters P and P, and get involved. Well, Just I'm hoping that these. Funds. I'm hoping that these protests are going to be peaceful. I'm hoping Absolutely. that they're not. They're not going to involve anything that's you know. Um, Untoward, because you know, you start to lose movements start to lose credibility when they start misbehaving and behaving as badly as the people that they're you know protesting against. You know, we this
3: definitely strikes a chord with people. But I, as far as I'm aware, this is going to be a peaceful protest, and it's going to be bringing legislators and religion, um, religious leaders together, and just everyone who cares about life to stand up and show that what the government is doing is wrong. They're cohorting with the, you know, Plan Planned Parenthood to sell
1: our babies. Absolutely. At the the very least, what we need is legislation that's introduced at a national level to stop it past a certain point. Um, because, you know, that's the way it is in every Western culture out there. And the, the left wants to act as though it's an all or nothing proposition that either either women should have the right to, you know, make a choice. You know, I mean, the left actually thinks that it, a child shouldn't have any civil rights till it's taken home from the hospital. You know, so, you know, I mean, clearly, that's the extremist position. And the extreme the extremist position is not that you want to end this the extremist position is that you want to keep this
3: and well, when you're a woman and you are pregnant and you go in for that pregnancy test one of the first things they do is allow you to hear that heartbeat and that heartbeat is a life It is a life at conception
1: well well and i don't know that there's a heartbeat that immediately once an egg's implanted but you can hear it you can hear it um, within a few weeks well well Give us more information on where the rallies are and where the protest is. Yes, well, in San Diego, I know that
3: it's at the Planned Parenthood Surgical Facility at the corner of First and Grape. We're meeting Saturday at 9 o'clock, and the rally's going on until 11 o'clock. And there's a number of speakers, um, Pastor Jim Garlow from Skyline, Mm Church is going to be there, and there's also going to be the attorney, the law firm that's representing the gentleman with all the the videos, Mm -hmm. Chuck LaMandry is going to be there speaking as well, along with Senator Joel Anderson.
1: Okay, I didn't know LaMandry was was representing him. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really pleased that this is happening around the nation. This is absolutely an abomination. America is the only nation that participates in this. And we need we need to stop this barbarity because that's exactly what it is, and there's absolutely no excuse for this. Um, now, you also have an event coming up um, with um, your pro life organization, correct?
3: And San Diego Pro Life is holding an event with um, Father Frank Pavone, and along with Joel Anderson and Brian, Assemblyman Brian Jones, and. Um, Duncan Hunter's office is also going to be there. Awesome. For all the legislators that are standing up for life, it's going to be September 10th from 7 to 9. You can find it at our Facebook page, which is San Diego Pro-Life. And there's all the details there. Awesome. We just asked for a donation. You can also um, sponsor someone. We, we would want to educate the community about how their voice counts when you get to that polling booth and you vote. Legislators... Can't do it all by themselves. Voters have to get to the polls and vote pro-life. Absolutely. Measure.
1: Now, is this also Frank Pavone? Isn't he associated with Alveda? Alvida I'm not King? sure he
3: is with the Priest for Life. Priest for Life, been, yeah,
1: that's with yes. uh, with and that's he, with Doctor Avita. He has King. a new
3: book coming out. Okay, excellent. He, he, is, he is one of the strongest voices. Absolutely. He worked with Mother Teresa. Yes. He has been there since the beginning fighting yeah. abortion.
1: Absolutely. So, well, Lisa, thank you for calling in and giving everybody that information on that protest. And uh, we're gonna you. we're gonna take a break and we come back. We're gonna shift gears. We gotta we gotta talk about something more fun, more and more upbeat. We're gonna have Della B back with her Hollywood buzz report. She's going to take us up the road to la la. Tell us what's happening with all those crazy people up there. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is the Andrea K. show right here on AM 1170. The answer. Don't change that dial, folks. AM
0: 1170. The answer and AM 1170. The answer.com.
1: Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food.
3: We get it too.
0: Do you struggle with the day to day management of your business?
4: all-natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 percent of the net profits each micro market generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine.
0: This is AM 1170. The answer.
1: Welcome back to the Andrea K. That's some music, music to my ears because it's been too long since Miss Della B has been on the Andrea K show. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Say hi to Alicia. Hey,
4: Alicia. <laughs> hi. It's been a while since we've <laughs> been on air together.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. We got legal stuff to talk about. We got legal stuff to talk about? Oh, What's happening? Know. What's happening in La La Legal wise? Well, if I said the word 46, the number 46, what would you think? The number 46?
4: 46. 46. Oh. That's how many of women have now accused. Oh. Wow. 96.
1: Forty, As in no. the number four and the number six?
4: And a six. Four and a six.
1: Wow. Where, I, yeah. I was going to, yeah. when you said 46, the first thing that flashed in my mind was that was the size of, Pants Kim Kardashian wears, but anyway, forty six. That's even worse. Forty six. Two more women have come out um,
4: in, a, in a press conference, uh, represented by Gloria Allred. Of course, forty six. Um, he is. He admitted in a two thousand and five deposition in a, in a case that ended up being settled that he had given women, you know, quaaludes. And, you know, he could read the sign, you know, <laughs> that, that somebody wanted that. So we now have um, two more women. Th- one of the women um, claims that the assault happened at the Play- Playboy Mansion, which is the same location that um, Ms. Allred's client, Judy Huss, um, who is a civil suit, uh, claims that she was um, the location for her assault when she was 15. She's the only person. This Judith Huff, um, Huff is the only person that can bring a civil suit at this point because she was, in fact, a minor at the time of the alleged assault. Um, statute of limitations is run out on all, but I think one. But um, charges have not been brought in that case. But it's like she's almost got a class action here.
1: Well, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I shouldn't okay. laugh, but you're right. I mean, it's like a, it's, How many people does it take to get a class action, Alicia? Uh, Uh, You can kind of class action with 46 people. It's kind of a small class action, but you can. (laughs) I I mean, that is crazy. How is this man? This man has not been, if he's the, if this, this man has not been doing what he's been alleged to do, I should say. If he's done this, people knew about it. He didn't do this on his own. So shame on any production company, like of the Cosby Show, or would this all the went all the way back to you know any other shows that he did and beyond? Uh, if he was doing this, people knew about it and they covered up for it. And I'm curious as to really why more women didn't come forth back, back before the statute of limitations went went down. <laughs>
4: I I, I I am not in their position, but I I would say that the shock of it having happened, because some of these were like fly by, like one woman accuses him of like coming up to her dressing room at the Tonight Show and coming in for like four minutes and doing something to her and then immediately going out onto stage and yeah. like, what happened?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you're and shocked and he's Cosby. such he's such a major celebrity.
4: Yeah. And it's it's a 20-year-old, uh, you know, wannabe actress against Cosby.
1: Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's I mean, it's the ultimate power trip. It's the ultimate sexual harassment, right, Alicia? Because it's power over women. They're not going to say yeah. anything.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's really sick to, for, if, it, to assault that many women. And I presume that this must have just been a habit that he had. I mean, he just did it so, blah, to, to just do it so frequently would be just completely blase. Like he had no idea or no thought that this could be wrong. And that he would ever have
1: to pay any consequences for it. Well, it reminds me of Filthy Filner, Bob Filner here in San Diego, (laughs) Alicia. Gropey Filner. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's just like... You know, the, the the entitlement, the mentality is, is that they get to do whatever they want, you know, and they're the celebrity. For him, it was he was the politician. And, you know, the Democrat Party hit it. And Hollywood, I think, you know, has hidden this kind of stuff for celebrities for a long time. So, you know, I'm and hoping it's
2: something. It, they, they not only hide it, they excuse it.
1: They excuse it um, and they even encourage it at times um, because, right. you know, they have these parties where underage kids. I mean, you look at Drew Barrymore when she was a kid and she was 13 years old, drunk and loaded. It out of her mind at parties, and people knew, and because uh, this is Fields
4: what up there at Studio Fifty Four,
1: right? He was a teenager, absolutely. So uh, you know, I uh, hope that if he if he did this, and it is alleged, he hasn't you know been convicted of anything. He hasn't even been tried. I'm hoping that if he did it, that he will you know serve some kind of consequence as a result well, of it. So he, what he, else well, is he going he is on?
2: Deposed, What's that? Pardon. I said his career has already suffered, but legally, I don't think that there's going to be any consequences. So it's going to be between him and God. You know, yeah. he's not that far away from at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, unless well, at least... there's somebody that's
4: not statute of limitations. I mean, what you know, just because he got old and meaning got slow.
1: And, that's um, true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. So what else is going on, Della, up well, in L.A.?
4: Post on October the 9th by Gloria allred and she plans to ask him anything and everything Oh, uh, good Los for her Angeles well the big burning question is where where will she get her room at uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff investigators after six months have prepared to offer evidence to the Los Angeles county prosecutors for um, what they believe is evidence of misdemeanor manslaughter Ooh. charges against formally named Bruce Jenner in the death of Kim Howe on February the 7th. When, uh, there was a chain reaction and Jenner, who was driving a big Escalade, was hauling a, a trailer with a, um, a little play, play toy ride-on thing. I can't think of what you call it. Caused a chain reaction, pushed the woman out into the oncoming traffic. She was killed by a Hummer. Um, this was prior to the transition, and so the charges will... I don't know if
2: they'll be against... Kay. I don't know if filed against because he hasn't legally changed her name yet. She she hasn't legally changed her name yet. I guess they they still and the lawsuit is filed as against Bruce. That's uh, that's. Well,
1: listen, you know, I, name changes should have no bearing whatsoever. That was the human being behind the wheel of that car. And if it was texting or whatever it wants to be referred to and caused the death of another human being, I don't care where they sticker. Okay. What?
2: Well, there. <laughs> there, there, didn't, there um,
4: that, that didn't come no. out right.
2: There, but There was no cell phone use or anything. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Tell them. <laughs> we are saying
4: that, um, that it's this charge, which in California is up to 12 months, um, if that would be the, the case, if would found guilty, if, if, they, if the grand jury brings, you know, brings an indictment. Um, but yeah, you don't serve much time you know, in, in California because it's overcrowding. But they actually have, at the Twin Towers in Los Angeles, they have a transgender and um, block. Well, yeah, yeah. That's they, would. The housing. they would. They would up there. Yeah. So, or it could be the same location that Paris Hilton served two hours or whatever it was and yeah. whatever it was she did.
1: The only anyway, one that really served much time was Robert Downey Jr., and that's because the guy was found sleeping in people's beds. I mean, he was just ridiculous, uh, you yeah, know. So we'll he, see. He's like
4: my, blown up, but my, anyway. So we, it's going to be interesting. But the show is the most boring. This uh, I Am Caitlyn show is the most boring thing you ever watched in your
1: life. That's I, what. I, that's I, what she should face charges for. Uh, you know, uh, assault, assault. <laughs> With bad TV, because I tried to watch an episode. Confession: I was curious. You know, oh well, yeah. You know, we can see why he. You know, he he probably had to do this just to try to get some attention because you know he had no personality on the Kardashians. It's the only way well, he could get any any attention on himself. And now we see why he was nowhere on that show. I mean, he literally has the personality of a shoe. And I almost looks feel gorgeous, sorry. though. I got to tell you, the, he looks gorgeous. She looks gorgeous. Well, I mean, you
2: know, she, go she if I had that much plastic surgery done I'd probably look pretty gorgeous.
1: <laughs> well, her the face looks good <laughs> But the face looks good but I gotta tell you what didn't look good was Caitlin in the tennis outfit. Okay. Um, that was enough to, to scare anybody off a tennis court. I mean, with that, with the scarf on the head and the skirt, uh, I mean, come on, uh, you know, isn't uh, there some plastic surgery she can have done for the, for the neck down? I mean, really? Um, I actually don't think her face looks that good. I think, she, I think she needs to go to whoever did Kylie's lips because Kylie's uh, lips looked much better.
4: Well, to um, go back and look at when she was Bruce, that was looking really like, right. I know, something was wrong there. And I
1: like the transition to be honest. You like what transition?
4: I, I like her trans. I like Caitlyn better than I like Bruce. You, you mean in terms of look or yeah. looks
1: or personality? It
4: look's personality hasn't changed, and she needs to do something about getting
1: those shoulders up and back I'll <laughs> Maybe you need to go and put her through Della's charm school. I think he needs so. a weave. He needs a what, Todd? A weave. And to... <laughs> hairs like. Thinning. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, Kylie, on the episode I saw, Kylie bought some of her extensions, her colored pieces, and you put it in. She looked much better with that, by the way. My question for Della and for Alicia before we let you go reports are out that, v- that now there is a Viagra for women. Okay, so Bruce or Caitlyn is getting up there in age. Now, given the transition, would she or he take the men's version or the female version of the Viagra?
2: Well,
4: it's still carrying its package, so I don't know why. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes,
2: yes. Alicia's right. staying quiet on that one. Uh, No, I I I, I think I could really tell. Although she said she was asexual at this point, so I don't know if she has any need for Viagra of either sort.
1: Take one of each. There you go. Take one of each, (laughs) and then and then then she could take pictures sitting in the middle bathtub on like the Cialis commercials, where you've got the (laughs) sitting on the cliff.
0: They're holding hands. They're holding
1: hands. You could have Caitlin (laughs) in the middle and a tub on either side with a man or a woman. How do they keep that water warm? Oh, no. uh, you know what? This <laughs> I, conversation... I just wonder how to get to the water in the tub out to this place in the first place. And why is that trouble? <laughs> Typical attorney. She's really thinking, trying to think logically about the situation. <laughs> All right, Della, love you. Thanks All for calling. Right. In. All right, we're going to take a break, and we come back. We're going to shift gears back to something more serious and more important than whether or not Caitlin's taking the female or the male version of the Viagra. We got to talk Fourteenth Amendment because this, once again, Trump is raising the issue of the day, breaking it wide open. Lots of controversy. People thinking they know exactly what's going on with the Fourth Amendment and anchor babies. And then we're going to talk Hillary. So don't change that dial. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer.
4: I about
0: Intelligent. Conservative. AM 1170. The answer.
1: Want to start living better, longer? LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help.
0: Saying I don't know is no longer acceptable. This is AM 1170, The Answer.
1: Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you here with me. Well, that's a good song. Is that Van Halen? Ain't the talking Osborne about love? Crazy Train. Oh, okay. Well, there was some crazy going on in that segment with Della. Hey, crazy is the idea that... If somebody can crawl here from wherever they're from um, pregnant and have a baby here, then that means that the baby automatically has citizenship here in the country. And therefore, the mom gets to stay and everybody gets to, you know, have all the advantages uh, that uh, we have here in the United States and and, in all that that implies from every kind of entitlement that there is. This supposedly is um, legal under the Constitution and something called the 14th Amendment And Trump kind of blew the lid off of this. Most people had never even heard of the 14th Amendment until he said, you know what, there's a thing going on called anchor babies. And when I become president, we're going to end the practice of anchor babies. Well, then everybody came out, all the Trump detractors, and said, well, you can't do that. That's under the United States Constitution. You'd have to have a constitutional amendment to change that. And my understanding, I'm not an attorney, but Alicia Dern is, my understanding, Alicia, is that that's not true, that Congress has the right to decide Citizenship because Congress makes the law. Congress has the right to determine who's a citizen. That the 14th Amendment had nothing to do with illegals. In fact, it had to do with American Indians, it was really in as well as slaves. And that there's a clause in the 14th Amendment in terms of under jurisdiction that makes it very clear that the 14th Amendment was not to grant illegal aliens citizenship. Am I wrong?
2: Uh, No, that's uh, that's me to be right. So here's the purpose of the 14th Amendment. It it was meant to overturn the Dred Scott decision, which was um, a terrible decision, uh, basically saying that slaves, were actually citizens of Africa and therefore could never be United States citizens. For that reason, when a slave ran into from a slave state into a territorial uh, into another state that was um, a free state, they could not claim to be be the citizen of the free state in order to get the the state's um, you know the protection of the free state. So unfortunately, that happened right here in St. Louis and is one of the precursors to the Civil War. The Fourteenth Amendment addresses that by saying that people born in the, in the United States who are subject to the United States jurisdiction are. Uh, now, there's been some Supreme Court decisions after that where um, the Supreme Court specifically ruled that uh, that doesn't just mean anybody that has to be subject to the United States jurisdiction. So that means somebody who's who would otherwise have been a, a, a resident of the United States or um, a citizen of the United States and, uh, under other rules. And uh, that was then applied to American Indians, and there was uh, several rulings there that actually said that uh, you know this did not automatically confer uh, citizenship to uh, American Indians. That American Indians were citizens of their tribe mm-hmm. and only had a U.S. citizenship if the treaties allowed that. So, that, and that's that's all really old law. <laughs> These kinds of situations haven't come up in a really long time, and mm-hmm. um, so. Well, let me, let me because, let me yeah. interrupt you there, because
1: let in, me interrupt you there, because and according to an article that I'm reading, National Review, and in, in regards to um, the Supreme Court, it's a misnomer that the Supreme Court has upheld uh, birthright citizenship uh, for illegals. In fact, there has never been any, Wait. according to this article, never been any explicit holding by SCOTUS that children of illegal aliens are automatically afforded birthright citizenship. In fact, Wong Kim Ark, 1898, the court ruled that a child born in the U.S. of legal aliens was intended, entitled birthright citizenship. In fact, and, and going back to the original author of the 14th Amendment, Mr. Senator Jacob Howard, he, when he talked about subject to the jurisdiction thereof, he went on to explain specifically, it excluded foreigners, aliens. Or uh, those bo- who belong to families of ambassadors or foreign ministers. So Trump is right. O'Reilly and all the other th- people who are experts, who think they know it all just because <laughs> they sit on TV, doesn't mean they know squat. You know, you heard it here on the Andrea K. show. Alicia is an attorney and the 14th Amendment, you know, was not intended to grant I- illegal aliens who crawl here from Mexico citizenship. This has become also big business. I saw a report, I think, on Dateline NBC years ago that we've got McMansions up the road in our. County, Alicia, to where they are specifically bringing pregnant women here uh, with visas from Asian countries and all around the world, giving them health care and, and for the purpose, you know, taking care of them. They think they come here up to six months because they can't fly and they'll get a lot of notice and attention right. beforehand. Well, and they're basically well, setting up shop. It, yeah, it's dangerous,
2: actually, for women who are very pregnant to be traveling. Right. doctors will tell them they can't travel in their third trimester and sometimes not even their second trimester.
1: Right. So they're bringing so this, them I mean, here. They're bringing them this whole, here before that.
2: The whole thing is leaving. to it. Right. But this, this whole law, and it is written into the immigration law, and Congress can change it. I, there, there hasn't been any serious law, on, uh, law before the Supreme Court on this. But I believe that uh, the, the Congress could change the law if they wanted to. And it, to me, coming here and birthing a baby is not a rational basis for the United States Asserting jurisdiction over somebody, I and mean, we have all kinds of jurisdictional laws um, in all kinds of contexts where that would be an absurd result. And so, you know, other, the trend in other Western countries has been away from birth uh, being a ground for uh, for citizenship, and to sort of to really move towards a um, an immigration system that is based on other factors, and people can kind of get in line. So we don't have. You know, pregnant women risking their lives just to come here and birth a
1: baby. Right. Well, you know, and one of the things that Trump talked about in his immigration plan was the increase of H one, visas to where we're bringing people here. We got to have a strategy. We got to be smart. You know, you can't be you can't be going into Mexico without a whole lot of paperwork, without paying money, and just go down there and and think because you're going to have a baby, you suddenly are entitled to anything they've got down there. Mexico doesn't do that, but yet they expect from us that we let them their people come back and forth over here and take advantage of everything that we have to offer. And we need to stop this. We need. Get smart because we are broken uh, economically. And on tomorrow night's show, we're gonna we spend a little bit of time in economics, and um, we are in trouble economically. And we have got to do something as a nation uh, to stop that. Um, we're also on on Friday night show. We didn't really have a chance to get into it. We're going to talk about Hillary and the latest of what's going on um, with the Hillary email scandals because um, she. There's still a lot of speculation, Alicia. People saying she's toast because she's broken some laws, but. I'm I'm saying, you know what? She's part of that political elitist class, and we're the peasants, and so I'm not sure she's going anywhere. We're going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk about the Iran nuke deal, and like I said, we're going to get into some economics. We also, you know, we didn't have a chance to talk about on tonight's show, Alicia, but we're hopefully going to get into it tomorrow night, and that's Ashley Madison. Did you hear about that? These men who go on this website? Oh, I have opinions on that, too. Oh, you do? (laughs) Good. You typically do have opinions, because I just... (laughs) I can't wait to hear your opinions on that. Uh, so this is the Andrea K. Show right here on AM 1170, The Answer. This is my last Thursday night show here from nine to ten, right now. But I'm going to be here tomorrow night, Friday night, nine to ten, and then starting next week, every Monday night from eight to ten. Don't change that dial. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. The Andre K. Show, and I'm on Facebook. And you all have a great night. Thanks for tuning in.
0: The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170. The Answer is sponsored by Andrea Kay.